Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of Bagful of Beans. I'm Peril. I'm Dree. And today in the room we have Gabo, who you've met before and we have Steph. Gabo also is Luis, or Bag, and there's many other names that he goes by. Yep. And, you know, since it is 2021, start of a new year, a lot of our resolutions tend to be exercise oriented. So this time around we want to talk about exercising and how that kind of plays into our life as a college student and how we move forward with that kind of stuff. So... What's Let's everyone's own experience? Oh, we should actually, like, let's talk with Run Gang, or, like, Surf Gang. We've been exercising a lot recently. We have. Which is, I think it's been really cool. Definitely. It's yeah. been fun. Soon, we just have to introduce a bike gang, and we'll be, like, triathletes. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Literally. But do we count surfing as swimming? Yes. yes. There's an element of swimming. I totally there. do. I mean, it's, like, not the same as just, like... We're floating. We have flotation, though. Especially because... or floating. <laughs> it's, like, exactly. I'm but, not, like, the effort is still there. We're like, not the actually paddling. surfing. Like, I'm not surfing. I'm actually just paddling and then, like, drowning a little bit and then paddling <laughs> again. And that's, like, that's the day. That's definitely swimming, dude. Yeah, yeah. I'm only swimming. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> not so actually then we could surfing. do a triathlon. But, um... Yeah, with, like... We started out strong this year with the uh, run challenge. Yeah. Uh, Nike Run Club. Gabo already ran 50 miles. I am almost lapping everyone. Okay. Not yet. All right, cool. Not yet. Anyway. Yeah, so the goal was to do 50 miles in a month, and uh, a lot of us are still working We've on it. We've all done it except Gabo. We've all <laughs> yeah, I'm really lagging behind. Except for Well, okay, so if we're going to talk about running, so in over the course of COVID, I've gotten a lot more into running, and it started a little bit when we were just surfing here, because I would go on runs when we couldn't go out to the beach to surf. And then when I went home, I got crazy more into running because I just like was bored and was like, hey, can I go outside and run a long distance? And since we've been back, it's been really nice to like have to compete with everyone in like the run challenge because before it was just, I'm like running out in the void. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, hey, dad, do you want to see that I ran? <laughs> <laughs> I was just like whispering about it and stuff, but now I'm like actively, I don't know. It's nice to share accomplishments with others. No, it totally is. I feel that way with runs too. Like I... The other day, I did, like, a six-mile run, and I just, like, sent Steph a screenshot because I was, like, proud of the time and everything. I love that. I love the positive reinforcement. Yeah. Definitely. I, like, I haven't been running at all. I, I started running over the summer thanks to one of our other friends. Um, like, I just, I got into, I, I have a little hip pain. Shout out, Bobbert. Yeah, shout out, Bobbert. Oh, Bobby. Bobby really Bobbert. helped me out, helped me get into running. But, um, and, like, I bought, like, new shoes and everything, but then, like, my hip stuff, like, acted up again, and I couldn't run for a while. But I, like, ran again, like, the first week of the challenge, I ran 12 miles from like going from zero to like 12 miles in a week. Mm-hmm. I sent a screenshot to my parents. My mom was like, wow. I told her that like Luis ran 50 miles in, in my six, days. <laughs> in yeah. six days. Six days. My mom was like hours. extra no bravo to Gabo. Like, <laughs> you're at like seven. You're more than that now. You're at like almost 20. I'm at almost 20. There you go. So Yeah. When we were having that conversation like, about like driving your mileage up and you're like, I haven't really been driving my mileage up. I'm like, yeah, you have. You're running a lot now. Mm-hmm. We all are not running. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing what your body can do. I always think, like, I've lost... Because I've, I've always, like, run, but I just feel like I hadn't run in such a long time, especially because I broke my ankle, and that really sucked. Mm. So then I thought I was just, like, not going to be able to, like, ever run long distances again. Or water. But, <laughs> yeah. I, I was really depressed when I broke my ankle. I yeah. straight up told Stefan, I was like, I thought it was never going to be, like, walk again. Well, in the moment, it just feels horrible. Oh, and, yeah, like, it does. When, like it, I had never broken a bone before, and just, like, not being able to vapor at all, and just feeling like a total, like, I couldn't even bathe on my own, and that mm-hmm. kind of thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. It was tough can, for a little while. It yeah. can really get you down. And, like, I just really never thought I was going to do anything Dude, again. when I had my yeah. knee surgery, like, that first week back and going to the PT and being like, I cannot feel my quad. I can't feel my left leg at all. Like, that was insane. That's like, scary. I couldn't, like, my PT was moving my knee up and down to see how my flexibility was and what we needed to work on, and I couldn't feel it. It was literally, like, those three months of me going to PT and, like, being on crutches was me learning to walk again. Yeah. That's crazy. insane. I've so never, crazy. I have nothing to relate like that. It's yeah, like, either. yeah. I feel like, um, it's so hard not to get super angry at your body. Like, that was my biggest issue was, like, going to, like, going to physical therapy was so annoying because, like, I was, was not making progress. Like, I, I was, like, not progressing at all and it was just, like, I, I still am not, like, totally recovered. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I still can't do certain things. Like, in my, the other day in my voice class, we had to get into child's pose, which used to be, like, the most relaxing pose in yoga. And now it just, like, hurts so much to do. Because, like, straining my ankle like that. Oh, that's just yeah, really that's hurts. So, like, things like that just, like, suck. That sucks. Um, but it's... Instead of getting mad at my body, I should just <laughs> do my PT. 
Yeah. Just do what you buy. Shout out to doing your PT. If you have PT to do, do it. This is your daily, this is your reminder. But I also, in the, like, getting into running, I like a lot of the runner's mindset. Like, a lot of runners just go out and, like, do a run regardless of how they feel. And I like that, like, they just, like, get out there, do the run, and then, like, feel out how much they could, like, run that day. And I think that's, like, really been how I've been trying to run. It's just, like, okay... I'm just trying to get out there and run, and, like, however much, like, I can put into that run today, like, I'm going to do that. Mm. Because it's nice to get it out there, and then, like, it's kind of like my dad's been also getting me to read this book. It's called Make Your Bed, and it talks a lot about, like, making your bed as, like, a first accomplishment yeah. within the day. A lot of people say that. So, yeah. like, for, like, a first run like that, it's, like, when I've run, what like, whatever is my capacity to run that day, that feels like, okay, I've started. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that. Whenever I'm on a panel, like for engineering or like for freshmen specifically, they're always like, "Oh, like how do you like get motivate yourself to study during the day?" And I'm like, the first thing I do when I wake up is wash my dishes, and that's my first task of the day. And it's super easy to do; it takes like ten minutes, and then like you're ready. To, like I, I agree with that. Make your bed. I definitely have to clean my space, <laughs> like making my bed slash like if I have clothes on the ground and that kind of thing. Yeah, I have to like pick all that up before I start doing homework. And is it, like, ritualistic? Like, almost, like, this gets you into the day? Yeah. Like, coffee yeah. Definitely. We were talking about how, like, I really enjoy, like, the ritual of surfing a lot. Yeah. I mean, like, like, the, like, getting on your wetsuit, driving over there, like, packing up your boards, like, it just gets you ready to do it, I think. And, that like, definitely got me in the I, yeah. run mindset. It's just, like, that was so much preparation, and then it was, like, okay, so now I can just get up and run. That's so many less steps. <laughs> and the crazy thing to remember, too, is, like, I rarely feel worse after doing exercise yeah. like you're always gonna feel better and right. it just it's really hard to like do it sometimes Facts. um shout out to the don't want to run run but <laughs> but Coach like Coach Coach but um <laughs> like sometimes it's really hard to do it but i almost oh i never regret it like i never ever regret doing something active and yeah, like it makes me feel better about myself there's a lot of research being done on running specifically because it does improve your mental health like exponentially and mm. The runner's high is real. It's just endorphins being released in your brain. You're like, all right, I feel good. Like, it's real. The best thing ever with like running is like make sure you start slow, which I haven't been doing. But thanks to Coach Benny, <laughs> I've been starting my runs slower. Coach Benny's like, whoa, slow down. Yeah, <laughs> and I've been picking at the pace, and so like that like slow start really just like opens it up to like the runner's high later on in the run, Definitely. which like is when you determine how long you could run for. Yeah. But um. Definitely. Yeah, like a lot of. According to Harvard Medical, a lot of um, patients started running, and it's just significantly improved their anxiety and their depression. Um, and it's it's a, it's like a, it's an actual like really? treatment. Definitely, like exercise a... has to do something like like being inside has been like the biggest motivator for me to get out like yeah. and exercise. And it's just like because when I'm inside all day and like I'm just in my chair all day, like I'm just like physically uncomfortable. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like even if I go out and I run and I'm tired, I just feel like. I feel like at least I've got some energy out. Like, it feels, definitely. it's so cathartic. Definitely cathartic. And, yeah, and there's definitely something to be said about, like, I think most exercise makes you feel better, but, like, doing things, like, cardio outdoor like that, like, outdoors exercise, like that versus, yeah. like, a elliptical inside or something. Yeah. And just, like, a gray gym. Yeah, actually or, like, surfing? Like, actually, it, actually, I mean? yeah, actually going distances yeah. does something, I that think, was mentally. was fun in Oakland. Like when I did those runs at Show's house, like because I just got the, I just ran down the street towards town, and I was like, okay. And I never think about like when we're driving places. I never really think about like where we're going. I was reading Watchmen half that trip, right? Yeah. But like when I was running, now I like see, it starts I'm to make there. sense. Now you yeah. know where you are. It's such a good way to get to yeah. know a city. Yeah, and I feel like I feel more connected to LA now, but and back mm-hmm. home more because I've been running around all of these places that yeah. I just like would pass by or we'd be like oh there's Juku Juku or something and yeah. you don't need to run to do that you can still walk and get yeah, to yeah. Yeah. Like exactly. Exactly. which and is going to be great exercise that's for you how you anyway. build to the running like yeah. you have to build in pace for sure I credit run. I credit y- you guys the most with running because I've said this a lot but it's y'all it's like the beans who have motivated me to like go out and do things like athletically like you guys started surfing so then I started surfing it's something we've stuck with, although I've been shite recently. And then y'all started running, and now I'm starting to run consistently for the first time. Steph's only down on the surfing because the waves are bigger now. I don't think Steph's actually as bad as a surfer. Right, we'll, 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 see, we'll see, we'll see, we'll see. You caught a wave on Bink before I did. Yeah, but whatever. Regardless. Sorry, didn't mean to derail you. Okay. So, when I, so I've always been 
my entire life has been kind of like running centric because as early as I can remember, my dad used to be like really, really into running. He would run almost every day and he would like run marathons. He would like do all those things. He would be like all ice packed up in like an ice bath drinking like disgusting Gatorade and like water combinations like can't move for nine hours because he just went on a run and he has like terrible knees so like he lived the <laughs> life of like a middle-aged American runner and I just thought it I just like it seemed like kind of miserable to me and then when I was in like middle school when I was like 13-ish years old I started running cross-country because like all my friends then did it and like my dad did it so okay I'm gonna run shout out Rory, Alex, uh, Andrew, uh, Jordan, and other Andrew. Um, okay. but, but yeah, like, so cross country, <laughs> so like, that's when I started to like actually run a little bit. And then that's when I was in like good shape. We were running like in middle school and in high school. And then I would run with my dad cause he wanted me to run like marathons with him, but I never really enjoyed running with my dad. It was always just something I did cause he wanted to do it. And then back when I would run in school, it was always really like toxic and everyone was just kind of mean to each other. Like it was like, it was like, like competitive? I mean, it was competition amongst high schoolers and middle schoolers. So it was like toxic enough, but also I, I, I just have this feeling that it was especially toxic because I was like kind of, I'm always in my head about everything. So I was always in my head about running and it really got to me. So I like definitely stopped running after like high school. And every time I would try and start, it would like not, like I would run two or three times and feel really good and be like, yeah, I like ran. And then like I think it's sort of like the same weeks. thing. I mean, I feel like there's something to be said about when you do it on a team or something. Not that it sucks the fun out of it, but it's sort of the same as, like, I hated all the books I read in high school because I had to read them. I guess. Do you know what I mean? I like, mean, I loved running. I loved competing at events, and I loved, like, running with my friends, and I loved doing the things with my friends. It's just that most of them were better than me, and, like, they were very loud about it sometimes. Like, sometimes they weren't, and none of it is their fault directly, but it was just, like, bad for me. I, like, didn't like it. Yeah. So... But now with you guys, it's different because it's not because it's like, yeah, it's a little competitive because like everything we do is competitive. But like, it's not actually like bad. It's like not cutthroat. And I like have a good time. And since y'all do it, y'all motivate me to do it. So this is like the most I've run consistently since I actually did it being like a part of a team like years ago. So for me, the team was like definitely like being part of a not a running team, but a soccer team was like the reason I would go to work out was just to like go do the team activity. Yep. And that's always been like the goal before was like. I'm going to participate in some event and I have to be at some level of fitness to do it well. Yeah. And that's like the only reason why I would run before. It was like, I'm, uh, I'm trying to achieve for like, let's say the game day, mm-hmm. but like without the game day, it's been so abstract. Cause then I'm just like, okay, so I'm not going to work out, but that's I really why you just say goals. don't feel good. But that's, <laughs> why, that's why I've actually yeah. liked having <laughs> even like the challenge that we're doing. It's like something to work towards because yeah. it, 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 it can be so easy to get get like so aimless and just like bored with what you're doing because yeah. like you're getting something out of it still, but I, I like having the goals to work towards. Like yesterday I was like, I don't know why I did this, but like I was like on the drive back from my run, I ran, ran by Silver Lake by the reservoir and it was like really nice. But um, on the drive back, I was like, even if I make it to like 40 miles, like that'd be happy. But I'm like, no. I'm gonna make it to fifty. I'm like, try- like, I'm like yeah. not trying to like lower my goals, but I know I can make it to fifty. Yeah. At a like, decent pace, but um, yeah. I was actually gonna bring up that, I think I also went through the same thing that you went through with running for basketball because I was like decent, but I was terrible like when we actually played a game, um, because I just couldn't read, the court very well and understand like what needs to be done next. Mm-hmm. And I think after middle school, like I think I did it. I also played basketball. I think freshman year of high school. I'm not quite. I don't remember exactly. But um, I actually started navigating more towards individual sports like biking mm. and like weight training yeah. instead of doing team sports because yeah. I just like never felt good enough on a team sport. I was never good in team sports, which I hope doesn't say something bad about my personality. <laughs> but yeah, that, that's why I ran too. I, I did cross country and track. Um, and even track, I would like prefer to not do the relays. <laughs> I'd, always, I'd always like blame <laughs> someone like, fuck, they dropped the baton. <laughs> like, I was just bad on teams. Um, <laughs> Sounds like you were just like a mean teammate. No, she no, is no. Adding herself a little bit, no, a little bit here, a little bit of but, exposure um, here. But even now, like I try to like, cause I I prefer to go on runs by myself. But sometimes I do like having like a companion. But I like I need to be better. I think about like just being able to be a companion. Cause like when Abby and I go on runs together, it'll inevitably become a race. We're just like, like yeah. I start laughing her, she starts laughing me. We're like, I, I like that relationship it, with my running partner. Though. Yeah. No, it is nice. Cause you like push yourself. It's just funny. Cause at the end we're both like, you felt that right. We were like, definitely <laughs> competing. We were racing. Yeah, I felt that. That's nice. You're both winded as heck. Um, there was this one girl yesterday. 
she was she like ran past me, but she, and she was going fast. I I like knew she was going. So you started like, chasing she, her. No, wait. <laughs> <laughs> she was doing the whole like run walk thing, and she like was always she was like in front of me for a solid three minutes, and then I was like I kept on going. I Bobby always told me not to do the run walk thing. Just like run as slow as you can, like just like keep your keep yeah. Up. So you can like still talk while you run type of thing. I'm yeah. And I I that's so what I was doing, and I like was later on my run. I picked up the pace and I like lapped her. <laughs> It made me feel so good. Uh, yeah, I, I compete I with strangers too. I will chase them. I totally I, I compete with strangers. That's why I said that immediately. I was like, bro? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I chase the heck out of anyone who passes. Yeah. Especially even, if they're older. I'm for like, me, even just having the pressure of like other people. <laughs> like running yeah. in public. Like I'll have the pressure if I'm like running with someone. Like we went on a run yesterday. I'll feel that I haven't... I never run on, I mean, I never walk on runs either. I try to just, like, run slowly if I'm yeah. getting tired. But, like, having someone else there, like, adds that pressure to, like, really not stop. But even just being in public, yeah. like, complete strangers, I'm like, I need to prove to them that I can do this. Yeah. It's so wild. That's, that's why that's I work well. I study well in public. That's yeah. really why I study well wow. in public. You're like, I don't want people to see me on my phone. Exactly. Yeah. People yeah. think you're a bum. No, wow. that, that's definitely, that's a good way to use that social energy, I think, is to just, like, motivate you to do the thing. Yeah. yeah. And, like, so my goal in the end of this month is to get to a pace where I can actually keep up with any one of you. Well, not, not like, like, I can actually, I want to be able to go on runs with people. <laughs> let's, let's, let's go right now. Let's go. I'm definitely too slow to go on runs with any of you right now, but, like, I want to, like, get to that point within this month or the next month where like I can, like, start. Like a 10 minute, 10 minute mile. 10 minute mile pace. That's what I'm trying to go for. Yeah, that sounds like a great that goal. That sounds fire. I would yeah. we I would love to do like a like a try and do like a half marathon with all the beans and then but we do it so somewhere fun. that's like a Dude, four minute we could four set up circuit. stations because Wh- whoever do- whoever doesn't want to run because I don't think any everyone would wanna yeah. can like tend the tables Just the water. pass up the waters <laughs> I would love that I would love we that I, could, I think we could if do I it. ran a half marathon that that would that What's would up my self confidence for and sure. Like, show. We we could like do something Seven. where we start here and then we go to shows and like we do like a whole loop around yeah. something and we come back here and end here. Could be down. And shows the midpoint. Could be down. But that was also when I was going home and I was telling my parents I was running a lot and I was like, yeah, I'm trying to run like a marathon because I was trying to do that before school started, but still have yet to complete it. But like, uh, they were like, who are you running this with? And I was just, I'm running by myself. Like I like the doing the doing an athletic thing feels better if it's randomly absurd, which is what I like about surfing and which is what I like about running. Is like they're just like the fact that you set your own milestones for yourself, like what type of waves you're going for or how far you're gonna run, mm-hmm. is like that is infinitely motivating to me. Because like a lot of the time when I compare myself to like peers, I get into like a like a rut of like thinking that people have to have relative performances when knowing that's not true at all. Like you don't actually have to be like performing at the level at all of your peers in terms of like you don't have to be comparing themselves to be performing better or worse also we're like insanely different physically like we can't expect to like all like even just the four of us like we're so different like it wouldn't like it doesn't make sense to compare but that's something i always get so this conversation is always going to go back to like our parents so i guess i'm going to start that let's do it (laughs) so like i always will compete with my mom like directly as if we were like physical counterparts and like at some point like i just outgrew that like being like possible like i would just like outrun her easily but she is like so competitive that she's like (sighs) is she still a runner uh she's more of a biker now because like her knees are bad but like we we will always compete when i'm riding her peloton she like saw my run she was like (laughs) Damn, nice wattage. And then she, like, <laughs> I saw her next one after that, and it was, like, 100 watts more than she did previously. She gave me this competitive nature. That's so thing. funny. But, like, also, it's, like, that type of competition has always driven me with my mother in, in terms of, like, comparing myself to, like, my mother's output, and that's, like, just unrealistic. She's a 5-1. <laughs> like, we are not the same physical specimen as well. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I compared myself to my mom physically as well. Like, when I shouldn't have. Like, when I was in high school, we would be, like, playing. Yeah, or, like, I, I even remember way before that when I, like, used to play baseball back, like, literally a decade ago. And I would, like, I would, like, get older and I was always, like, a pitcher when I was, like, a little league baseball player, like, 10, 11 years old. So I would always, like, have my mom, like, crouch in the corner of our yard and, like, catch the balls I threw at her. But as I got older, I started to throw a little bit harder. So, like, eventually she would, like, not want to do it anymore. Yeah. But, like, she was the only one that I was going to, like, play catch with. But really, I'm just, like... 
Slinging baseballs at her as hard as I can. I had to realize like, I, I totally that. feel that so I yeah. totally feel that. And she's that. little too. Julie's like But there's also <laughs> elements I was talking when uh Pearl texted me about this episode and she's like, Hey, can you pull you for an exercise episode? I told that to Maya because I was on the phone with her and she was talking about like being intentionally like non fat phobic and to talk about exercise and like that when I'm talking about with my mom, my mom's really fat phobic. But I see where I place that for her because my dad's side of the family is obese. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a chronic problem for both my father and my grandfather. Mm. So, like, she sees that in them and she's, like, worried about that in me. And I, like, I get her. But, like, a lot of that, the way that she drives, the way she communicates that to me is, like, oh, you're being, like, you're getting fat type of stuff. Like, right when I get home, she, like, pats my belly. And it's, like... Yeah. What it, like, Dude, it's brutal that. sometimes. But, like, I'm trying to, like, center... That's why when I, like, talk about running and stuff, like, I don't talk about it in terms of a weight thing. Like, I always get it. Like, my health has to be at, like, the core of it because, like, my family tree genetically it's just unhealthy. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of obesity. There's diabetes and that type. So, like... I have to watch those things, mm-hmm. but I'm trying not to watch it in, like, a, a way that I've gotten from my mom, which I see as, like, more toxic in terms of, like, just being, oh, you're getting fat now. Like, that's not the relationship I want to have with. Like, what I want to be, mean? like, I feel like I'm achieving things rather than I'm, I'm, I'm like, waiting. backsliding. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I feel that, like, mm-hmm. a lot because, like, I was always pretty much overweight growing up. Mm-hmm. I think... When my sister was born, that's when it really started happening because my mom just, like, didn't cook that often because she was pregnant. So, um, and, like, from then on, I think every sport I played or anything, everything I did was, like, weight loss oriented. So, it wasn't a good mentality. But with surfing recently, it's changed a lot. And also just running. I love to hear that. Yeah. That's good. I'd hope to contributing to a healthier, like, mindset. Like, I I do hope that our, like, competitions are, like, healthier because that's, like, I do love feeding off that energy. Like, that is, like, such a well for me to draw from when it's, like, Steph, let's race. (laughs) Like, I really, that's, like, I'm trying to schedule a race. I'm, yeah. I'm trying to race. You've been trying to race for a minute. But I want that to be like healthy. I don't want it to be like right. a like, oh, ah ha ha, like you're not getting up yeah. your miles like you should. Like, Dude, like, I would do definitely. the stupidest things in terms of exercise definitely. or like sports, but like skateboarding especially or scootering, like growing up. I would, all my friends were like boys at the time and I would just be trying to compete with them every second. It's like a race or like when we played like t- football, in elementary school, I was tackling the boys. I was like, I'm gonna fucking, like, take you down. Definitely. Like, yeah. that's yeah. how I relate to the toxic thing you are talking about with, like, your, uh, running club in high school, middle school. Because, like, that energy would, like, get out of control. Yeah, it was out of control. <laughs> it was out of control. It was straight up bullying every day. Everyone's yeah. bullying yeah. everyone. Yes. Like, you're only, you're only in that bubble, you're only good enough if you're fast enough. Yeah. Yes. That it was like for me at soccer it would be just... like as a striker it'd be like you skied that or like you know what I mean like you're not producing goals you're yeah. a fucking bozo yeah. up there at the top like we keep all the goals out what are you doing up there I'm oh like I have to help you and then it'd just be a fight I think <laughs> for me it would either be like climbing trees or like going down the biggest hills on your skateboard or your scooter or your bike or something and yes. I would have my face would be like covered in scars growing up because I would just face smash on these hills <laughs> to compete wow that's <laughs> to, keep up, to keep up with the boys yeah damn i try to keep up with the boys too with things like pe and stuff just like mile times and stuff i just like always wanted to stand out with the boys because they were always just like faster yeah i don't know yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. like this very the much like the unhealthy <laughs> the side mile times yeah, that's, like, that's definitely gotta be acknowledged like that that like you have to acknowledge that type of competition before it gets out of hand or else it will yeah definitely the thing definitely yeah. and going back to the parrot thing like I don't even think they mean to do what they do sometimes. Like, I I, I felt that, like, I started, like, I didn't even realize it until recently, but I started going to the gym so young, and it was mostly because, like, my mom would go to the gym, and I didn't want to go to the daycare anymore, like, at the gym, so I was like, oh, I guess I'll just, like, fuck around on a treadmill or something. Jeez, how young were you when you started going to the gym? Probably, like, 12. Daycare? What? How young were you when you started going oh, to the no. gym? Oh, no. Daycare was, like, young. Like, my, if I, my, my, mom want, my mom wanted to work out or something, she'd, like, drop me off at the daycare in the gym sometimes. They oh. have, like, daycare oh, in the okay. gym. Because, like, you're too young to, like... Just, like, daycare the Ikea. I thought you were, like, six in the gym. No, no, no. <laughs> but, like, 
But like when she, she we like got a membership at like a gym that had like everything, like a swimming pool, like a bunch of workout stuff, classes and that kind of thing. And I would just go, I'm like, yeah, sure, I'll go. And I would do like random classes with her, like cycling classes and stuff. But I think what I didn't realize is like we like obviously we weren't on the same like she's like in her thirties at that point and I'm like twelve and like I'm trying to I don't know like I feel like a lot of her language I would just like impose on myself mm-hmm. because like I'm like with her but she's like you know trying to lose weight and at that point she was still she used to work like in the news so she was like on TV you know just, like her image really mattered and yeah. stuff and like just like always trying to like stay fit and like keep like be in shape and stuff and at that point like I wasn't even fully developed and I'm like trying and I, like, I thought Not I wanted six, and like I thought I wanted to lose like weight that. because I would just like hear that yeah but like yeah. really like realistically looking back I don't think I've ever been overweight in my life yeah. like actually um but like I like always thought I needed to lose weight just because like you hear that so much and it's yeah. just like such a concern especially for women yeah. and just like and so like and I still struggle with that a lot as stuff and definitely knows um but it's so hard to break out of that like I feel like as women, sometimes you're just like taught that you're always on a journey to lose weight. Like there's always weight to be lost. And I mean, that's the, that's what we're fed by the media too, especially like you on Instagram. Like I don't trust influencers who are like throwing out new diets. Oh fuck. Are you okay? Pearl's trying to hit herself on the table over there. (laughs) Jesus. I'm fine. Um, But like, there's like new diets like every year. I'm like, what's the truth? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I, those have sussed me out too. They are sus. Diets are sus. I think like and diet culture. And yeah, diet culture. Diet but like the media the the knows so to like sus. switch sus. into using influencers as marketing instead of doing like typical ads that you would see on like your computer while you're scrolling down an article. Definitely. Like I think they know like oh let me show you someone who's like done this and succeeded but like I don't know how much I trust that. Well, they you do, don't know well, what they're doing. No, they're like they get they get work done which like no shame but they get work done yeah. and then they advertise this tea as like a fat burning tea. Only shame yeah. if you are obviously like hiding the fact that you got work done. Yeah. So like I would not own it, but like yeah. be like honest with it. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. But yeah, like all women's health magazines are all about losing weight and not weight, and I'm like. Yeah, that's really, bad. Yeah, that's bad. Like, like that's what they're about. Yeah. Like, and even not women's health magazines, even just magazines that are tailored towards women, like L. I don't know, Cosmopolitan. Mm-hmm. All those are all about like, they're always all about losing yeah. weight. And like, you know, so what's interesting? It uh, remind me of. Um, so me and Kyra, my little sister, we've both been very, like, we've been overweight for a long time now. And we have two very different perspectives on how to manage it. And granted, she's seven years younger than I am right now. But she's, like, lost the weight that she's wanted to lose. But her mentality was, I'm going to lose the weight. Versus my mentality a lot when I was her age and teenage years was, I want to get strong. (laughs) We had very different mentality. I was, like, I'm doing CrossFit, weight training. I'm trying to, like, build muscle. Yeah. So... I think it's just, like, differences in what you want. But, like, I don't know. She's just at such a young age. You have to work towards your goals. Yeah. And the thing about, like, losing weight as the goal is you're never, like, what are you lo- looking to gain after you lose the weight type thing? Like, uh, with a goal, like, getting stronger, that seems so much more concrete to me because, like, you and have the I just, steps It's after. what works for people. I think losing weight worked for Kyra. Like, she just wants, she just wants to get to the healthier too. range, and that's fine. <laughs> That's perfectly fine. Yeah. It's definitely not trying to shame people who are trying yeah. to lose weight. Yeah. It's just trying to center that as, like, a healthy thing for me has been, like, so influenced by, like, my parents, too. And I totally feel you, Dre. Like, I think my parents are coming, especially my mom is coming at it from, like, the best place. Like, she's, like, just yeah. concerned. Like, you guys have seen me eat. Imagine me, like, a little bit younger. <laughs> like, it was probably monstrous. Yeah. I'm just cleaning through the fridge. She's like, okay, calm down. Like, you didn't And I think that, I think with my mom, too, like, what you were saying, like, my mom's mom and, like, all her aunts are, like, all overweight. Yeah. Diabetes runs in our family. So, it also comes with, like, a fear health-wise. Yeah, but it's yeah. just, like... And the concern just manifests. They're just, like, they have to point out what they see because they're, like... Like, for my mom, I know, like, sometimes she's, like, worried about communicating with me. Like, she's, like, she needs to get it in. And that's when it manifests as, like, a lot of negative showing up because she, like, she feels like she needs to say it. Mm-hmm. And then she also feels like she doesn't get a lot of opportunities. So she shoves it all into, like, one very negative package. It's just, like... Yeah. yeah. Oof. I mom. mean, so <laughs> for my parents, <laughs> they did not know how to navigate American grocery stores, American, just 
weight was never an issue for them in Turkey. And Dude, my mom talks wasn't about an this issue in Turkey for really? anyone, really, until fast food started getting introduced into, into Turkey. Like, once McDonald's became huge in Turkey, that's when obesity, like, rose. Wow. Like... Probably real. Like, they... So McDonald's, Big Pharma. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Actually, though. But, um... My mom, like, I think that part of it's just, like, I feel like in America, you need to have money in order to be, like, like, fit, in order to be eating well, in order to have, like, the ability to afford a gym membership. Right. Like, because there's time it's, for it's, exercise. And, yeah, and you need to, you need to have the schedule to, to do yeah. so, too. Yeah. Like, there's just so like... many factors here into being healthy that, that don't, that didn't exist in other countries before. Like, when my parents were growing up, like, everyone, everyone swam. Like in the summer, because I was like, everyone did it. Like no one was like really worried about like, I don't know. I just think scheduling is so difficult here, and like we eat so much processed. And also, I think there's something to be said that like our our city, like it's not as walkable as a country, which I think also adds a lot. Like even just walking in your city can maintain you in shape. Yeah, a decent amount. And I think we drive so much. Elderly people in other countries can are more independent than they are here. Like, and I think part of that's community, but, like, part of that, they, they can, like, walk to the grocery store and buy their own shit. They don't need a retirement home to, like, go do things for them. Well, that's, or like, like a, that's an organization yeah, thing. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a, yeah, but, like, I just, I don't know, it's, it's, I think this country, it's just harder to be healthy. And then the unhealthier foods are the cheapest, and that's yeah. that, another. I think that's the main core. It's just so easy to do the, like... To go to McDonald's or whatever, like cheapest, it's so fastest, easy to get the worst like, food for you. Yeah, yeah. cheapest, it's fastest, fastest filling. And it like, doesn't it, even give you the nutrition that like. No, you but it need. gives you the calories. Facts. It gives you more <laughs> calories than you need. Exactly. So yeah, I think that's like I think that like though, the problem with that is like, the options that are bad are the easiest ones to get, mm-hmm. and it's like it's also. The options that are bad being the cheapest makes it the easiest for like longest sustainable yeah and so working within that framework though i think you just have to like you have to find time to exercise and in working on like your lifestyle choices at yeah. a pace like that you can actually manage yeah. to balance those factors so okay i gotta i got i just thought this example but like when i so after my knee surgery i wasn't walking for a very long time i went we went snowboarding <laughs> almost immediately after i think nice. like was walking i went snowboarding but um, I also had my whole like crazy read. <laughs> What's I, with you? <laughs> I don't know. Um, but I also had like my whole rabies thing where like I was just like not down for a lot. Of, like I was not in a good place. Have you my talked body about was rabies on the pad? I have not. I have not talked about rabies on the pod. Was, I don't uh, think you know about I know. I know about your. Period, I know. That was a period of time. Yeah. Well, because we'll I, I, I was in classes with Daphne. <laughs> oh, you knew Daphne. Yeah. Oh my God. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. We, we got rabies at the same Shout time. I saw her get bit by the cat. Wait, I think you should give a little context. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, I was in Turkey, and, uh, I fir- the first thing that happened was my friend, we went, Defne and I went to, to a cafe in Istanbul with one of my other friends, and, uh, she got bit by a cat there. And she apparently went through the very same shit I went through when we got back to America. I got bit by a cat a week later in a completely rural area in FS, literally an archaeological site. I got bit by a cat there because I was being stupid and petting the cat with a Chinese tourist. And um, I got bit. And I got, I got a, I don't know what it was, but I had a super high fever that night and I was just like stressing now because I was like, I didn't get vaccinated yet. And um, rabies is actually a pretty big thing, especially like by Izmir, which is like the big city next to FS. And like, I was just stressing and I got those, I got two doses on the same day because I was flying out and like I needed to get the doses. And that, it was just this whole thing. And uh. essentially what happened to me is I had tingling all over my body for like three months. And I still get it every once in a while. I think it's a stress thing now. Oh, so, and I like, I went, I, my body like would go numb on me sometimes. I would have dizzy spells. That's so insane. And definitely went through the exact scary. same stuff. So like, now we're like, it's, we're pretty sure it's the vaccine at this point. But um, Yikes. when that happened, I gained a lot of weight. I was just like stress eating and everything. But when I went to Paris and I spent... My three months in Paris, I backpacked and everything. Like, just walking was enough to help me lose weight. I was eating better food. Because I was going to the farmer's market. Because, like, there's farmer's markets on, like, almost every other street on Sundays. Like, it was just super easy for me to live a healthy lifestyle in Paris or go backpack. It was just, like, it was just easier because you were walking. Yvonne does talk a lot about how she thinks Paris is her favorite organized city. Damn. Shut up, mom. Would we (laughs) all be healthier if we lived in, not the U.S.? 
I think Probably. so. Probably. There's, so. there's some argument for that, yeah. definitely. There's definitely some argument about, for that. I don't know I, about Mexico being healthier yeah. than the U.S. I think Mexico is the most obese country. Yeah, and I don't okay. know about the U.K., but besides that, I think we'd be healthier. I think more like Mediterranean. The, the places average. I've lived have always been the most obese. Or like the places in my life, like Mexico and Texas is like always the fastest state. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, cool. Um, nice. Texas, bro. Yeah. And learning, learning, I feel like the, the education like system behind food is so outdated I was just telling Steph like I just got a physical when I was in Dallas and like they still have like those food pyramids that they you know I'm like how is this how are we still going by this or like the plate of food of like the serving I was like I've like I've definitely been obsessive about exercise and like food before in my life which has not been healthy at some points but I, I at the very least have learned about food and like have educated myself and like if there's one thing I've learned it's like it doesn't matter what you eat as long as it's like real whole foods like I used to be so scared of like bread <laughs> like I wouldn't eat bread because or like I would limit myself on bread because yeah. like bread equals carbs and carbs are bad and like things like that or like I don't want to eat a flour tortilla I'll only eat corn tortillas and like which I still kind of do yeah, but but <laughs> but like that kind of thing um but it's so much just about like eating like, it's better to eat, like, whole wheat bread over, like, white bread, obviously, and, like, that kind of thing, and just educating yourself on, like, all foods are good, as long as they're, like, real whole foods versus, yeah. like, processed yeah. and just, the like, fake foods. education here is weird. And also, I think, to your point, bro, like, one of the things I've been thinking a lot with COVID and, like, we don't talk about, like, how everyone should just, like, we're quarantined inside, but we don't talk about enough about how you need to be exercising during this time and, like, yeah. getting out. Like, you need to keep your body in yeah. shape. Yeah, I mean... That's, like, the first line And I think so much of it is, like... Like, I think people try to push the agenda, which I'm totally for, but, like, of, like, this, like, this, these are hard times, you need, you don't need to be stressing about losing weight and stuff, but, like, that doesn't equal no exercise either. Yeah. Like, there is definitely, like, a healthy balance of, like... Finding routines of self-care needs to be crucial. Yeah. Totally. There needs, definitely needs to be a balance with that kind of stuff, too. Like, I do think, but, like, I, I just, I agree, I agree. And, like, exercise is good for you in terms of, like, boosting your mental health and your physical health. I feel, I physically feel the endorphins. Like, yeah. it's crazy. It is. Like, I'll I be, the runner's high. The runner's high is real. I'll mm-hmm. be so, I don't know, I'll be in such a bad mood that day or something and working out almost always helps me. Yeah. Like, just feel better. Even with I'll period start cramps. Over. When I'm on my period cramps, I'm like, I exercise Dude, when I, would, when I did cross country, I remember I would sometimes tell my coach that I was on my period to try to get out of things. And she'd be like, actually, running's great for that. Yeah. So, <laughs> so then I, like, never would tell her. But but it's true. Like, the more the more physical activity you do, like, it really sucks. You have the worst cramps. But if you walk or run or something, you'll feel so much endorphins better. Endorphins are painkillers. Yeah. Mm. That's what it is. True. That's the thing. Like, about, rather than like, taking an Advil when you're, in, when you're on your period, like, I'm going to go on a run. And that's, yes. that's always been more. Yes. That's been healthier. It's, it's worked better. Uh, but it's so hard to want to do that. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, why would you... Yeah, I think definitely we should try, like, I try, I'm trying to do this more, it's like, try and default to exercise as, like, my first remedy, as opposed to, like, I'm gonna pop a pill, or, like, yeah. take some beef, like, yeah, exercise does get me out of a lot of funks, and even when I'm, like, and when I'm feeling bad, like, a working out to the capacity that I can work out when I'm feeling bad, too, it's, like, it always right. feels better. Yeah. Working out's fun. I've never really consistently worked out before because I've never really, I've never really, I've always been a stick, so I've never (laughs) felt like I've needed to lose weight, but I've also never had the drive to gain, like, any muscle. Like, I've never, I don't know, like... But you were working out consistently in the cross-country days. Like, you were running consistently. I was running, but I wasn't. I mean, I was only doing, you know, like, muscle stuff if that's what the team was doing, and I've never, I've never really, ever really worked on, like, strength and conditioning. But that's never been part of your goals. Not really. The uh, National Institute of Health actually categorizes exercise as four different things, and that we should be doing all four of these things as we exercise, and it's endurance training, strength training, balance, and flexibility. Those are the four things we all need to continuously work on in order to... um, we need those last two if we're going to yeah, surf. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Balance is everything. Shite. Yeah. And this is like for, for aging. And like, you can okay. do all of those without a too? gym. Like, yeah. except for, sh- it, like, strength is the hardest one to do without a gym, and you still can. Dude, Dude yoga is so much of just your own you body. Do yoga! Yeah, yoga. I'm down to do All right, my yoga mat's right yoga. there. Let's do it right now. Like, being right able now. to lift yourself right. in certain poses is just lifting all your body weight. Yeah. Can we talk about, like, aging? Because for me, a lot of my motivation for, like, running especially, because running does improve your... Like, my, my family, my mom's side, most of the women have osteoporosis. 
And apparently running really improves bone strength when you age, as you age. Damn. And, like, that's, like, one of my reasons for actually trying to stick with running this time around is to, like, help prevent my osteoporosis. I haven't put much thought into, like, Jesus. preventing specific <laughs> things, but I definitely have thought about, like, I, I want to s- be in shape when I'm older. Yeah. yeah. And, like, that's yeah. important to and me. there's yeah. definitely momentum, like, when you get into, like, a pace where you're running a bunch. Hell like, yeah. That's just, like, that. It, it helps you stay in that. And if you, like cut that off it's harder to get back into. i feel like at yep. this point both strava and nike run club should give us like a, a, a sponsorship, <laughs> they sponsorship at this you point. guys need to compete for who co-signs the podcast like i want competing bids tomorrow <laughs> from strava and nike run if strava wants me to send me a, a phone call under the table i could try and maybe <laughs> the team strava gang strava reach out to steph we're primarily nike mm-hmm. right strava gang over here but i'm like also nike can we talk about, like, a PE and how, like, physical, edu- physical education is different everywhere? Dude, okay. So I, had, I had such a good experience with my PE teacher because my PE teacher was my, like, high, not high school, like, my elementary school, like, soccer coach and also my best friend's dad. So, like, when every time I've been in the best shape of my life has directly been product of him. Oh, wow. Well, Mark yeah. Durfee. Nice. Dude, I didn't even, ta- I've never taken, like, actual PE. I took orchestra PE twice in, in middle school orchestra which is like <laughs> which is like yeah please explain <laughs> is it just like sweating on the cello <laughs> is that what you call marching band like what marching band is a workout though um Definitely. I'm sure yeah but, um, it is. so what my I was always like my family was always academic focused and like they were like you're gonna take Spanish one in seventh grade because you're gonna finish your Spanish requirement like freshman year of high school so in order to take orchestra I had to take orchestra PE and just have my PE requirement done there and what orchestra PE is there's a piece of paper and you like sign how much you ran or what exercise you did and you like initial it and like your conductor signs off on it yikes none of us exercise oh so you just like didn't do we it. just didn't yeah, do yeah. it like yeah. okay, sorry so our soul, but none of us did it orchestra yeah. they're just like do orchestra plus they were, you like, have to turn in a form that says you ran yeah that's what they're saying what? like okay you'll do your own awful. personal fitness but let's do this because we want you to take more classes that's and yeah that sucks awful that was like the se- and that was always a thing for me the separation between being a music kid and athletic kid like my my basketball coach was like oh, like, you should be doing basketball basketball more, like, don't spend so much time on guitar. My guitar teacher was like, you should quit playing sports because you don't want to break your hand. And I'm like, you were like, what do I do? Like, <laughs> you're yeah. than this. Why not both? The balance. Definitely. But, um... I had a good yeah. PE experience, too. Like, there was some stuff that I'm definitely like, that was kind of whack. But, uh, for the most part, I, I remember just thinking it was really, really fun. Like, I lo- yeah. loved playing, like, all those sports and stuff in PE. But, yeah, when it came to, like, recording, that's when it got, like, competitive and kind of toxic when it came, like when it came to like every year we would like see how many uh push-ups we could do in a minute or something like that or how many sit-ups you could do there'd be like the flexibility test where you would like measure how many inches past your toes you could go oh those were brutal i'm so not did we measure that i never did any of that really really you never measured the flexibility stuff do you know what i'm talking about there was like a box that was a big thing and then everyone would like take a deep breath because you can stretch you can like stretch more when you like exhale <laughs> charter school yeah, gang over I, here we don't have to measure our children good for bro, you. y'all got oh my god dude but your whole charter physics schools, is bro. crazy charter schools like charter schools we, we had the we had like the the fitness gram pacer test mm-hmm. um i don't know if y'all did the pacer test um, did not over here okay so yeah. okay so i don't know if i did it was me, like was it the beeping thing let me let me just let me just yeah let me just say give this. a little explanation campfire um if you've ever seen Okay, so in like the it, from like twenty sixteen to twenty like nineteen, there was this very famous, like moderately dank meme that was like <laughs> the fitness gram pacer test, and it would be like insert any scenario in which someone or something says something. Okay, now instead of what they were gonna say, replace it with the entire fitness gram pacer test intro monologue that we heard every time before we actually did the pacer test, and. And that's all I have to say. And the pacer <laughs> test is just the mile? So the pacer test is you'll stand you'll stand on one side of the gym. Yeah, I did this. And then you'll hear a beep. And the goal is to get to the other side of the gym before you hear the next beep. And the beeps <laughs> will get progressively faster. So now you're on like, you go one, two, three, four. Now you're in like 30, 40, 50. So like now it starts suicides. to get faster. Yeah, kind of. And now you got to run to get to the next beep. Run to get to the next beep. And at first you're like walking. But like 15 minutes later, you're like, <sighs> like grabbing onto the 
it was a Did big you guys time thing. your mile each year too? Definitely. We yeah. it, we wow. That was a big deal. The mile run was yeah, a big deal. Yeah, we'd go to the track and just be like, school. <laughs> yeah, and everything being so competitive. I definitely would have loved to participate in these things, <laughs> you but I did not. See, they affected us, and the reason I know they affected us is because when I was in, okay, when I was in fourth or fifth grade, I, um, we ran the mile in gym in elementary school. We didn't have a track, so we just went out onto our little field that we had, and we ran like seven laps around the field, and that was our mile. And the entire time, there was a kid named Andrew Gottfried, who I went to school with. He always beat me at the mile. He beat me in like third grade, fourth grade, and fifth grade. All three times he beat me. And I'll never forget. I'll never forget that he beat me. All, he was like the only kid this in my class to beat me. It was a big deal. It was a big deal. I, it like mattered to me. I was like, damn. Like, he, like I didn't like think about it as much then. But like I thought about it. And then I thought about it like the year after. And then three years later. And then when I was running cross country, I thought about it. Like I think about it. Damn. So it definitely affects me. Yeah. That I shit's like crazy. never tried on those miles. Like I could never run like the eight minutes you were supposed to run. Like, you're like, oh yeah, for like women, like, girls your age, like eight minutes to like eight to like nine is like your range. And I was like, that's, that's like, that was that's so, so I would never bullshit. share about it. Dude, the, yeah, the thing about bullshit. all those ranges is like, I don't know where they get this shit from. Like, yeah. and like, Definitely. they're so whack. Like, another, like, I, I also, something that we used to look at like in PE or like eating, even at the pediatrician is like the body mass. The BMI, it, yeah. BMI chart. Is, like now like being talked about as like not being super accurate. It's just totally it's obsolete. Re, definitely it's like obsolete, but like it's still, you still find it at doctors and they still like talk about it, but it's so, I, I remember like at one point in my life, like, which I definitely was not overweight, but you would see like height and like age and like you would like match it up yes. and like according to the chart I was like obese yeah my and, friend and thought it, he was obese because of that thing yeah it's so and inaccurate he was like you Steph he was a stick and he'd be like guys I'm obese and would be like Duncan <laughs> shut up like, what are you talking but yeah I don't know where they get all this data from but it's so wild. yeah like I'm so according to my height I'm like 40 pounds obese like overweight and I'm like I'm not even trying to get to that number. I'm like, I'm just trying to get to like 20 pounds less and then like be like yeah. pretty strong. Yeah. Like that's what I'm going for. Right. I'm just trying I, to be healthy. I sympathize because it's, it's gotta be hard to like be like, okay, how are we going to tell people to like keep a range? You know what I mean? Like if you're trying to give people tools to like rate themselves, but like, like it's hard to. I feel down. like we shouldn't be rating people. Uh-huh. I feel like instead we should be changing our infrastructure to support healthier. Like it should be easiest, easier for us to be healthy. And I feel like it's hard. I mean, that's it. It's sort of it's sort of tough just to have like a blanket statement like that. It yeah, should just be so true. case to case. We're all so different. Exactly. You're right. Like I feel healthy despite being forty pounds overweight. No, that should. I think you be are healthy. Goal. That should always right. be. Right, and you're 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 healthy. so active. Like yeah, there's no exactly. way you're not healthy. Like the only things that the, the only things that I think should mark like where your health is at is like. Things like your blood pressure exactly. or like where your your exactly. blood sugar is at, like things like that are like measurable. Like oh shit, I should probably yeah. like your if you have high cholesterol. Like those are things that actually like matter, yeah. but like you can't just base it off a number on a scale. Yeah. like and there's so much more that goes into it. Some of those things. So like when I was like 14, my mom like finally took me to a doctor in Turkey to get tested because it's so difficult to get tests done here, and I be like oh yeah you have like insulin resistance like you should be taking medication you should be like avoiding certain fruits stuff like that and like no one in the U S ever told me something like that. And, like, now that I'm finally taking that medication, like, it's been so much easier to manage my weight. That's definitely Jesus. something that I didn't consider is, like, the, like, an experience of, like, immigrant family, like, dealing with the medical system here. Yeah. Like, because for, for my family, it's, like, my dad on my, my mom, my dad's mother is a nutritionist, mm. which is funny because they're all obese. But, like, they, <laughs> they like... They have that, like, familiarity with the system, so for us, it was never an issue, and Puerto Rico is essentially part of the U.S., even though being, like, a Spanish-speaking country that doesn't, like, it relates loosely. But, like, we never had to, like, deal with, like, okay, doctors aren't, I don't know, I don't trust the information from doctors type stuff. Uh Yeah. And also, like, my grandparents, like, especially now that they've both had cancer, they've always been so suspect of doctors, like, in terms of, like... I don't want to go rather than, like, I won't listen. Like, they just flat out would not want to go I mean, at any time. a lot of that is, like, here, it's like, and just, like, I think medicine just seems, like, not at all preventative. We're more like, we got the diagnosis, we think this is what it is, let's try treating it. And it's like, but this could have been, like, I, I wouldn't have to deal with this if you just, like, figured it out earlier. And with the high cost, it's hard for it to be preventative exactly. for you to get in to go, like, just do EZ checkups. Yeah, and, like, doctors are, like, definitely overworked and, like, don't have, like, I have... A lot of my friends in high school, like, their parents are doctors, and, like, they would tell me about, like, how that their parents would have to be, like, be on phones with insurance, telling them, like, this patient actually does have this and needs treatment, they need the funds. And, like, insurance just wouldn't give a shit. Yeah. Yep. 
No, there's a lot of systemic problems that I think, but I think like the, with the thing about the BMI, like what I hope was the intention was to give people a tool by which to evaluate their own fitness at home. Yeah. yeah. So like you don't have to go to a doctor right. and so you can like work on your goals like by yourself and track them. Yeah. But like definitely we have to detach like the idea that like a certain fat percentage indicates that you're healthy or not. It's got to be like your lifestyle. You can move how you want to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's got to be more personal goals. And I think that's like that's just a cultural thing that's got to be that like we as individuals have to work to promote. And that's that, like, like our whole thing with healthy. like academics too and like GPA and stuff. Like we just we we're so statistics focused and like number focused that like I mean, someone getting someone who normally gets maybe like Bs on something finally getting like a B plus is like a big deal. But like no one's happy with a B, but you should be. You've accomplished something. Yeah. And then say that's the same thing with weight. Like I just think we're like I, yeah, I agree. Yeah. Culturally, we're just so focused on like yeah. where you got into in, in terms of university or like how much weight you've lost. Like when I would go to Turkey, those people are like they're unashamed about. They they will ask you how much you weigh. Like when I was a kid Ooh. growing up, everyone. <laughs> but, that's it's, but that's because it's not you. taboo though, right? It's not taboo. It's like not a big deal. Um, yeah, but then like when you're someone like me who's coming from America and who's yeah, overweight, then it's a big they're like, oh, do you eat like at McDonald's every day? And I'm like, no, my mom actually cooks Turkish <laughs> Turkish yeah, meals every night. Yeah, they're for being American. Yeah. I, feel like they're, I feel like they're not even trying. I mean, they might be roasting you for being American, but they're probably not roasting. I think you for they're being just overweight. like they're they're no, they're roasting me for being overweight. Yeah, I had I dealt with a lot of shit in Turkey for being overweight. So are you saying that are you saying that asking? And, like, talking about someone's, like, health and fitness in Turkey not being taboo is a good thing or a bad thing? I think it's, like, I think it depends. But, like, it was definitely, like, Turkey people, like, we loved to gossip. And mm. it was never really a out of a good place. It was, like, a, oh, so how much do you weigh? Okay. Okay. I feel so, that a lot okay. with my okay. grandmother. I, I, I was going to say, I, I hear that. Toxic. I was about to say, <laughs> my family, dude, like, they don't even, they're not even saying negative things, but they'll just, like, the state observation. Yeah. My aunt will my aunt will hug me. She's That's like, Oh, your waist is so tiny. Or like she'll hug me be like, Oh, you lost some weight. Or she'll like, you know, like she'll oh like some my of my aunts will always that. comment, like they'll Dude. always touch you and <laughs> say something double. and it's so fucking uncomfortable. Yeah. Even like honestly, even my dad, like to this day, almost every time that I see him, he's like, You've gotten so skinny. But like, first of all, I haven't lost weight in a very long time. I'm pretty much been the same, but also like just like just yeah, always attention brought yeah. to it. Yeah. It, it's it's so sus. Dude, I a lot I, of my aunts will do that though. We'll never forget. I didn't wear a bikini until like tenth grade in high school, and the one time I wore one when I was younger, the grandparents shot on me <laughs> at the beach in wow. Turkey. Not my grandparents. That's other parents. So I, I didn't bad, know that. It's so bad. Yeah, dude. Yeah, my grandma is oof, ruthless. Yeah. I feel like I would love to live in a world where, I. Like, we could ask women how much they weigh, and it wouldn't be a yeah. big deal. Yeah, that would be like, what, what do What do you guys think about this? Like, I don't think it should be taboo, but I do, like, I do agree with Perul, like, kind of what you're saying of, like, there are ways, though, like, if it's done in, like, a gossip way. Yeah. Like, I, I don't, I'm not scared to, like, say how much I weigh, yeah. but, like, it just depends on the context it's asked in, I guess. But, like, I, I don't yeah. I don't think that, like, how much you weigh should be a taboo. Yeah, thing. I think the stigma to weigh like, is just grandma. too much right now. You, like when, you when, when my grandma back. comes back at me and she's like, oh, you're looking chubby. I'm like, uh-huh. You're looking, you're looking, uh, I'm like, it's funny because a lot of the times, like, yourself. yeah, that's the thing. Like my grandma's overweight. She loves to comment on people's weight. I'm like, you're diabetic and you eat like shit. Stop commenting on my weight. Where are you coming from? And then it's just a whole toxic interaction. That needs to stop. Damn, bro. <laughs> I think we just care about weight too much. Totally. No boy. Like, I think we all... I think there's, a, like, a line between being, like, okay, you should be, like, very happy with your body and, like, love it. And I think you, everyone needs to be, like, loving their body no matter what weight they're at. But there is something to be said if you're, like, actively avoiding exercising because you just, you're afraid. Do your parents, uh, do your parents influence y'all's weight or, like, perception? Or is it more extended family, like, grandparents? It's... Like, it might be parents more, but, like, which one is more potent? With my, Who's like, comments? with, like, aunts and stuff, I always just, like, I think I brush it off pretty well mm-hmm. honestly like it's in a, it's annoying in the moment but I, I don't think it gets to me as much as like I, I guess because you're like with a parent for more time in your life so like it's bound to have more influence on you I think yeah um yeah but even like now like I feel like I've gotten a healthier relationship as far as like being more detached with like my mom's journey or like anything it just it's like my own journey with like my weight and my exercise and any everything but even then like there's also like the opposite 
side of the spectrum. Like, when I started getting really into working out and stuff in college, my mom was afraid that I was, like, not eating and, like, you know, just, like, being too obsessive. And it's just, like, an, it's annoying to have people's input. I, I do understand the concern, though. But, like, I, I, I really was never at that point. And it, it's so hard to convince her. I was like, I promise I'm being healthy. She's like, I don't know. Your arms are really tiny. You know what I mean? And it's, it's hard to be on the other side of that, too. It's like, I promise I'm eating. Like, yeah. Mine is definitely the answer is family, too. And I'm thinking of not only in the, like, uh, like them directly, like, patting my tummy type thing. But I'm thinking, like, when my parents are like, oh, you're working out a lot. Like, be careful. Don't get hurt. That makes me want to, like, go work out. Like, when they say stuff like that, I'm like... You think I could get hurt? I am a god. You won't get hurt. I am the center of the universe. <laughs> Look, exactly. It's just like I couldn't get hurt. That yeah. type of that type of comment will totally drive me to like go and try and run more. Yeah. I think in terms of like negative comments, definitely like extended family or just like neighbors in Turkey. It was a lot, but like <laughs> it does make me feel better to prove my this might well it makes me feel better when I prove my immediate family members wrong. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I I I derive. Wonderful pleasure from that. <laughs> like, like, we appreciate your done. honesty. Retweet, retweet, retweet Sorry. that one, dude. Sorry, guys. Retweet Whatever. That one. But, like, that, that can be a good motivator, though, yeah. I think. Yeah. I yeah. Love, the thing is, is I've always felt... I've always felt that... And this is just... This is probably something that everyone feels it, it, to a degree. But I've always felt... So I have a... So my two parents and my sister and then myself. So it was, like, a little four-person unit. And there's always been a little bit of a feel that it was, like, the three of them... Not, not necessarily against me, but that the three of them were on the same wavelength when it came to, like, I don't know, name it. They were on the same wavelength, and then there was me. So, like, whenever one of them would be like, let's say I was running cross-country, and they would be like, oh, make sure you do this. The other two would say, yes, do that. Like, make sure you're doing this. And it would make me want to be like, you know what? I'm not going to fucking do that, and I'm still going to, like, absolutely smoke you tomorrow when we run together. And, like, none of y'all are going to fucking say anything about it. But, like, I never, obviously, like, vocalized any of that. But, like, now it's, now it's like... <laughs> All of that, like, all of that in myself has, like, built up to me being, like, that yeah. is what, where my competitiveness comes from. No, I, totally I think feel I'm like that with my dad. Like, my dad and I, we would compete. Like, I, I don't think either of us actively compete. Like, we, like, okay, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be him, or I'm gonna be her, or whatever, whatever. But, like, my dad would force me to go on bike rides when I was, like, seven, the same way he would force me to do math on the weekends. And, um, those two things... <laughs> I when I when I started getting older and I was like was like eleventh or like a senior or like twelfth grade like I started beating him in biking like I would be able to bike longer distances and feel nice. fine but also he was aging so maybe that was a thing <laughs> maybe maybe he was getting older like, who knows <laughs> but um but yeah, same with like math and physics like when I, when I started beating him and like solving problems faster solving problems correctly like I was. Yeah. That must have felt good. It felt so good. Yep. So I guess I did compete with my dad. And like same thing with the PhD, because like my parents are both PhDs, like both of them failed into becoming professors, so I'm like, I'm gonna do it. So you're gonna become a professor and just kinda cross your arms. <laughs> <laughs> kinda like, <laughs> no, I totally cause when my, my mom and stepdad, so whenever one of them says something that's like, oh, here's a thought about and yeah. the other one comes in to like support that idea. Yep. Instantly I'm yep. like Okay, yep. this is, nope, there's no way that's the right answer. Oh way. my god. There's this, no way. <laughs> dude, if my, if my dad gives mm-hmm. me a piece of advice, I'm like, cool, thanks. If my sister gives me a piece of advice, cool. If my mom gives me a piece of advice, I'm like, thanks. If more than one of them do it at the same time, no. Yeah, Get away advice. from me. Yeah. Goodbye. Yeah. I don't want it. I don't know why. No, I think it's the feeling of being ganged up on. And there's something about something about being ganged up on by not only like especially because my parents are separated, so rarely yeah, it's kind of gross. Rarely would they gang up on me together because they they were just like separated. But like whenever a parent and siblings gang up, stop it. I'm like, you're supposed to be on my team. We're siblings. Like we're the kids. And so that was always the worst. (laughs) We need another episode. Yeah, we can talk about it a lot more. We should actually probably start wrapping up. It's been a while. Yeah. Um, does anyone have any final thoughts about this? There's so much to Let's, be said. Okay, everyone say like their own little spiel about exercise and how they feel about it and okay. what they're going to do moving forward. Um, well, uh, the one thing I need to work on is motivating myself um, like with myself, like uh, my own goals for myself. I think that's something I still need to work on. Like what's going to happen when I complete the 50-mile challenge? Am I going to keep running? Like I need to find something within myself that's going to motivate me. But that said, I still appreciate everyone who has motivated me up to this point because I like that I've been running a lot. So I'm happy. I definitely still need to work on not being so body image focused with exercise. Like I think I've, I have my days and I, I think I've definitely come far in that journey of like actually doing the exercise because I enjoy it and want to be healthy and that mm-hmm. kind of thing. But I would be lying if I said I didn't like care about what I look like and like 
focusing on that and trying to do like target workouts like toning certain parts of your body and stuff which it's apparently a myth, but, um, it is. but, but like tr- trying to target specific parts that you're like, Oh, making your waist smaller, making your butt bigger, like things yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, so I want to just, yeah, focus a little bit less on the body image aspect of it and just more about being healthy and for mental health reasons too. Yeah. yeah. I think so this year, especially I'm like, I'm going to lose the weight. So I want to, I want to get, I want to lose 20 pounds this year. I lost 20 pounds like the past two years. So I want to keep doing, keep going. But, um, awesome. thank you. You got this. Awesome. <laughs> thank you. But it's funny. Cause like my, when I did CrossFit, like in 10th grade, my, she like told my CrossFit trainer told me like, I, I like, asked her like, Oh, what, what could I do to like target my stomach? And she was like, nothing. You have to just work your whole body. So yeah, I definitely agree with that. But like going forward, I think for me, I want to, I want to get to 50 miles when the month's over definitely you will you will yeah for sure it'll be fine but like i also want to like i want to learn how to pace myself because i'm very good at hurting myself by going too intense Mm. so i want to like figure out a good like schedule to like work with and like not like feel like today i felt the need to run but i'm like i shouldn't be running because like yesterday my knees hurt after my run so i shouldn't run today so like i think i need to work better on that and like just pacing myself overall on my journey yeah lit snaps um, I think I would need to work also to little echo on Pearl said on pacing myself because like a lot of <laughs> yes. a lot of how I do exercising is how I do like a lot of things is binging it and I need to digest it so I can do it like as a habit that helps me and not something that like I use to procrastinate or not deal with other shit with because like that's how I like doing with all the things I like it's like I use it too much as a point of avoidance right so I need to like center it in a place where it's like okay, I'm working out, but I'm just, I'm just working out here. It's like, this isn't like me avoiding something working out. Definitely. Well, good luck to us. Yeah, we got it. We got it. Beans out. Beans out. Thank you for listening. Peace. Be safe.